Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Revamp Soul podcast. I'm super excited because I am yet giving out another episode on another week. And um, I'm glad I'm being consistent on this because, like I said, you guys will not let me forget to get these episodes out, which I really appreciate it because it lets me know that one, you're enjoying it, and for two, what's most important, it is helping you. So um, I am really excited about that. So on today's episodes, we're switching up a little bit. I didn't know if I was going to keep going and talking about our thinking and our mind and our thoughts. Um, so for today, I decided to switch it up, and we're going to be talking about sin. Yes, sin, the big S word. I know that talking about sin can make some people sometimes a little squirmish, right? Uh, it's a it's a very convicting word all on its own. Like you literally don't have to say anything else and you could say to somebody like, let's talk about sin. And you can tell people's faces like, oh, sin. Um, and it can be, it can make people very uncomfortable and it should be convicting in all honesty. Um, but we're going to talk about it, but we're most, we're mostly today, we're going to be talking about habitual sin. All right. Um, habitual sin. What is habitual sin? Habitual sin is pretty much any sin that you make a habit out of doing. All right. A sin that has become a part of your lifestyle because we all sin right? We all sin. But there are particular sins, well, there can be particular sins in our lives that we constantly repeat, all right? To the point where they almost uh, become a part of our lifestyle because it's something that we commit over and over and over again, habitual sin, making a habit out of sin, making it a part of your lifestyle. This is very dangerous sin. And the reason that it's dangerous is because it has a lot of repercussions. And um, it's twofold, right? A lot of times there are sins that we just struggle with, right? Like, it's just, you don't want to do it, right? The Bible even talk, mentions that where you don't, you may not want to do it. The thing that you don't want to do, you do. And the thing that you know you should do, you don't do, right? It's, it's, it's that thing. And, and sin can sometimes, especially if it's a particular sin that we've struggled with um, for sometimes years, it can be challenging to stop, right? Like for instance, I think a lot of people forget the sin of like gossip, right? Because we live in a culture of just straight gossip. Everybody wants the tea, right? So what's the tea? Give me the tea. What's the latest tea? And it's it's and it's like the one sin that I think that people don't really think about all the time, that it's almost glamorizing culture to gossip. 
You know, there's gossip blogs all over the place. And every, like I said, everybody wants the tea. And it can get into a point in your life where gossip consumes you, right? Or you're always partaking in gossip. That is an example of habitual sin. It has become a part of your lifestyle. You go to work, you gossip. You get on off work. You're on the phone with your girlfriend, you gossip, right? You get on the shade room, right? Nothing but gossip. Or you get on Instagram and they're talking about different things and everything can start to be gossip. And then that can become a part of your lifestyle, right? So it's those habitual sins. For some people, habitual sin is drinking or drunkenness. That can become an habitual sin. It's a part of their lifestyle. It's something that they do sometimes with thinking and sometimes without thinking, right? They do it knowing that they shouldn't, or it's become so uh, a part of their life that they do it without thinking, right? They Friday comes and it's party time, right? Saturday night comes and it's and it's time to get lit. All that, all that kind of thing, and so habitual sin for people was going to look very, very different. Um, and. It's dangerous because, for one, there's a lack of repentance there, right? And um, in the next episode, I'm going to be sharing how you can have victory over your sin and how that all happens. But today, we're just kind of, I'm kind of introducing the concept to you guys. Um, But... um, there's repercussions to habitual sin, the lack of repentance that's supposed to happen in your heart, in your mind. The, the fact that you don't want to do something anymore, right? Not that you still won't struggle with it. It's the repentance. It's repentance means to turn away. I think sometimes people uh, get repentant, confused with just like asking for forgiveness. Like that's all repentance is. It's just asking for forgiveness. It's asking for forgiveness, but it's also turning away from the sin. Right? Some people say, oh my gosh, I always ask God to forgive me for this one sin. And I just do it over and over and over and over. And a lot of times I'll ask him, have, have you ever asked God to help you turn away from it? Right? Because we know that when we give, when we put our trust and our faith in Jesus Christ, right? And we accept him as our Lord and Savior, like sin no longer has power over us. Right? So we have control in this area. So... I find that the reason, one of the reasons, this isn't the only reason, this is one of the reasons why so many people struggle with not having relationship with God, 
feeling distant from God, feeling that they don't hear from God, feeling that their prayers go unanswered. They feel stuck in life. They feel like they can never progress. They feel like, um, you know, they, they can never feel like they are living in God's will and that God's with them in the things that they're doing. They never feel like they can increase. They never feel like they can they can get out the hole that they're in. And if you dig just a little, you, a lot of times you don't have to dig too much. If you dig just a little, you'll find that there's a particular sin in their life that they haven't taken control over. That they haven't fully turned away from. And sometimes it's one thing. Sometimes it's, there's many things. Now, am I getting on this podcast like podcast like now am I getting on this podcast like, yeah, girl, y'all on your own. Like I'm good over here. Like I don't struggle with nothing. Absolutely, <clears throat> excuse me, absolutely not. I tell you guys all the time, the reason that I am able to um, make the podcasts I make and, and the videos and the posts is because I've been here, right? I've gone through each of one of these things. I don't ever talk about anything I haven't personally been through. And for me, I had to really look at my life when, because it's easy to say, God's just not coming through or God must just not want this for me or how come God's not answering my prayers or how come God's not doing this or how come God's not coming through for me here or why can't I, you know, it's so easy and we all do it in one time or another is that we look to God and say, well, maybe he's the reason why this is the way that it is. And said, sometimes we have to look at ourselves and be real with ourselves. And sometimes that can be difficult to do because a lot of people are just not self-aware. And sometimes they don't necessarily want to be because it can be difficult to really look at yourself and say, okay, where am I wrong? Where do I need improvement? Like, what can I take accountability for? And when I was at a point in my life where nothing was going right, where I was really struggling where I was going through a lot, where, um, you know, things in my life just seem almost as if they were getting worse and never getting better. I had to take a step back and say, okay, let me really examine where I am in my life spiritually. Because a lot of times we look at where we are, right, financially, where we are in our careers, our relationships, um, just in our goals and our achievements. But where am I spiritually? Where are you spiritually? And how are you living your life? Because our world and our lives are governed by spiritual laws, right? And 
the Bible is full of benefits of righteous living. It's just, <laughs> it's saturated in it, right? That talk about um, the why you want to live a righteous life. Why you want to live a holy life. What happens when you choose righteousness? What happens when you turn away from evil? What happens when you turn away from sin? It's full of it. And I made this reel one time and it was like one of those like voiceover type things. And it was like, first I thought this sucks. And now I'm like, oh, this is amazing. You know, in the beginning, or especially when you're like really starting your walk with God, right? Um, And you're really trying to turn that leaf and you're really trying to get your, your, your Christian walk and your Christian life in order. Um, Sin can seem very intimidating and it can seem like I'll never, I used to think to myself, I'll never be able to live like that. I used to look at other people and I used to think, what fun is that? <laughs> like if we're just being honest, when when you're living in sin and things like that, you think that that's it. You think that's the sauce, right? You think, you know, how, there's just no way I could ever live like that. And because um, there's so many lies that we believe about uh, living a righteous life and thinking like we have to be perfect. And, and none of us, none of us will be perfect. However, we can make choices and we can make decisions to live more righteous, to live better. Why? Because we want to be able to have intimacy with God. We want to be able to have a close relationship we want to be able to live in God's will. We want to be able to have peace. A lot of times, the reasons that people suffer in the area of peace is because of the sin that they're struggling with in their life. You know, I didn't see breakthrough in my life until I decided to get my sin all the way together. Did it happen overnight? Absolutely not. Did it happen in 24 hours? Absolutely not. Do I still struggle to this day? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But we do it so that because we want to do it, right? We do it because that's just how we should live. And we want things like I was saying with, you want clarity, you want progression, you want prosperity, you want uh, peace, and you want a relationship with God. And most importantly, you want eternal life, right? You want to be right with Christ. So these are some of the reasons that we want to get away from habitual sin because 
like I said before, we live in a culture where habitual sin is just cool. Let's just keep it all the way real. It's cool. It's cute. And, um, you know, I used to be one of those church goers where it's like, yeah, you, you went to church on Sunday. Yep. You did your thing. And then for the rest of the week, you did what you wanted to do. And all you thought you really had to do was go to church on Sunday and say you believed in God, right? And then go about your business and do what you want. That's not how it works. (laughs) And I know that sounds like, is that really the point? Yeah, that's the point. That doesn't work. And... I, for one, want the women who I teach and who follow, um, you know, my different guidance and help and resources, I want you guys to win in your Christian life. You know, I talk about before how there's just so many Christians out here just broke, busted, and disgusted. And they're not living in the fullness of what God has for them. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that they still think they can do what they want. We still think we can live however we want, do whatever we want, say whatever we want, and God's just supposed to be cool. Right? He's just supposed to be cool. He's supposed to answer our prayers. He's supposed to bless us. He's supposed to come through. He's supposed to help. He's supposed to deliver, protect, love, provide. And we just continue to live in unrighteous ways. And that's just not the way that we should be living. And you want to make a lifestyle not out of sin. You want to make a lifestyle of repentance, turning away from the sin. Now, depending on how long you've dealt with this particular sin, it's going to be a lot longer of a road for some more than others, but Sin is not your master. You're no longer a slave to sin when you're in Christ Jesus. So we have to take a position of authority in that area instead of feeling like I'm just never, this is just, I like, I, it's just never going to happen for me. We have to stop taking that position and we have to stop thinking that I've sinned too much. I've heard that so many times. Oh, Lee, you don't know what I've done, girl. You don't know what I've done. And so I may as well keep doing it. Some people really have that mentality that I have been living this way. You know, I've slept with this man, this man, this like, there's just no help in me. So I may as well just keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Or I've sinned so much, God's not going to forgive me. A lot of people have 
those kinds of thoughts. And those are the thoughts, going back to our last couple episodes, right? Those are the kind of thoughts that keep us right where we are. Those are the thoughts that keep that keeps our lives the same and we stay unchanged. So I want you to think about your life. And just be honest. Because like I tell everybody all the time, I don't know what you do. And I'm not judging what you do. Right? I don't know what you do. What you struggle with is between you and God. Now, granted, I have so many people that are so open with me and they tell me everything. Right? (laughs) They tell me everything that they struggle with. And I think that's an amazing thing to be that open. But... What you struggle with is between you and God. And like I always say, he already knows. So stop concealing your sins. God knows your every thought. It said he knows the thoughts of a man, right? He knows the thoughts of a woman. He knows. So... Be honest with yourself and say, okay, what sins do I struggle with? Why, why might I be struggling in this area? Or why might, why might I be financially in lack all the time? Why am I always financially in lack? I can never come up. I can never keep a job. I can never get, I'm always paycheck to paycheck and blah, 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 blah. Like, Sometimes if you really take the time to analyze your life, you will see the areas that you're like, oh, okay, so I have been dealing with that guy and we've been having sex and I'm not married to him. Oops. (laughs) Right? Oh, you know what? I haven't talked to my friend in 20 years and I haven't forgiven her for the argument that we had 20 years ago. Oops. Unforgiveness. You know, every time somebody asks me for something, I never give. I always say I don't have it even though I might have it. Even when somebody's in need, I'm never there to help. I never give. I never do nothing. Oops. But then you're financially always lacking. Right? Um, and there's so many different things that could be in this area. It could be your mouth. Some, I mean, let's keep it real. I used to have a terrible mouth. I used to just, I like always short tempered, right? Always had a lot of anger. And I would wonder why I always had these really messed up relationships and I had no peace. Sometimes the answer is right in front of you. Why do I always meet this kind of person? Well, what 
is going, what do you put out in your life? What fruit are you producing to attract those certain kinds of people? So I want you guys to take the time to really self-analyze. I suggest that you write things down. We have the revamp soul prayer journal. Like I said, I will put that. Well, I didn't say it, I'm saying it now. I will put that again in the, the notes, um, the link for that. So you guys can have that and you can check that out. Um, the everyday prayer journal for women, a date with God. Um, and we have a section in the back for you to write down your answered prayers or any notes. So it's just, even that by itself is a really good uh, way to do it. If you don't have the journal, you don't plan on getting it, get a piece of paper, use your phone, but just really sit down and analyze your life and to see where you are spiritually. And then what can you work on? What do you need to repent of truly? Like, what do you need to turn away from? And I'm telling you guys, when I figured out what those things were and I began, like I said, the journey, because it what did not happen overnight. Some things did, because some things are like not really struggles or just things that you're like, oh, I really don't even have to do this. I, I, I could literally stop doing this tomorrow. But some things are things that have stuck with you for so long. But the game changed for me after that. Um, my relationship with God changed after that. And when sin, habitual sin, is not in the picture, you can really get a sense of like that's when healing really can happen because it's hard to keep to have habitual sin in your life and heal at the same time it's I guess it's possible (laughs) Like you could probably heal in some areas, uh, but as a whole, it's almost impossible. So this is just a start. Don't consume yourself with, oh my gosh, I got this, that, and I got this, and I'm working on this, and I'm struggling with this. Don't over consume yourself and don't intimidate yourself by overcomplicating this just think right just take the time to analyze what's going on in your life where you are spiritually what sins do you battle with consistently all right and begin to turn away And not only that, ask God for help. 
Because we can't do it on our own. So ask God for help. So that is you guys' homework assignment, all right? Uh, If you want to partake in the homework assignment, and if you want to partake in the homework assignment and legit email me, um, I will put my email also um, in the notes, contact at revampsoul.com. That is... Uh, my email C O N T A C T contact at revamped soul.com is my email address. If you would like to write that down and send that to me, I would love to read it and I would love to email you back. Um, I will also put the link for the prayer journal down below. I think it's a great resource, especially if you're going to be on this journey to get that so you can have that a part of your daily routine. And um, and that's it for today, you guys. So I hope this was helpful. Um, share the episode with a friend. Tell them about it. Um, we will continue this, uh, I was going to say sinful conversation. <laughs> Not simple conversation. <laughs> we will continue uh, this habitual sin uh, conversation next week. And um, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Like I said, I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed another episode. And as always, I love you. I'm praying for you. And I will talk to you guys soon. See ya.